Are we rolling, Cody? It's podcast time, baby. It's Friday. <laughs> Friday. <laughs> we done got tickled over here this morning watching some video clips and 1995. <laughs> Come on, baby. Dang, Smokey. <laughs> Y'all don't know what you're in for today, boy. <laughs> Usually on Fridays about three o'clock, we're we're shutting down, trying to get our minds on what we're going to do for the weekend. But I'm telling you right now, we're starting a podcast. It is time for the podcast, Cody, the producer man, and we are ready to roll. If That's, you're ready, well, I've been recording for the last. 24. Oh, you have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, welcome to the Tour Twelve podcast. Then I told you it uh, is Friday. They don't know listening. what they're in for. <laughs> if you're listening. We're recording on Friday. You may be listening to this on Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Or possibly Friday. If you're lucky. <laughs> if you're lucky. Either One way, of the days of the week. <laughs> either way, we're pumped because it is Friday. And we got a little special show in store today. Yes, sir. We got a, my bearded brother in the office with us, Mr. Nate Farrell. Nate, I think your beard might be ahead of mine. I think I, think I got you about a little bit. Barely. But I got you on the white in my beard. Yes, sir. You know what that means, right? I, I do. What? You got a little more knowledge than I got. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> gonna say you're older. No, I like a little wisdom. I gotta be nice today. That's um, that means I have more stress in my life. Is that either. what that means? I think it means Nate's either it's one of two things. His he, kids are young. He's either younger, or um, he just has less stress in his life. My three boys are definitely putting some white in there. Oh, yeah? I promise you that. How old are they? Uh, five, nine, and 12. Oh, you get ready. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> you me tell my son's story? Which one? Oh, yeah. He'll get mad if I tell it, but uh, it's funny. You gave him the opportunity to tell it himself on the podcast. I. You asked him if he wanted to be on. I did give him an opportunity. So, so now you got to tell so it. So my son's 16, for you that don't know. The best thing that could have ever happened to him happened yesterday. So he's rolling home. He's been hanging out at a creek swimming because that's what Hillbilly's doing in Arkansas <laughs> is we go to creeks and ponds and <laughs> just go swimming. And he's coming home, and he's going around a curve on the outskirts of town. I guess he got a little bit over the yellow line, and a sheriff pulls him over. So he walks up to the car and says, son, you got your license registration? He says, yes, sir. Gives it to him. Guy goes back to his car, comes back, and he said, Bud, can I ask you if you've been drinking? <laughs> I love it. And he said, uh, no, sir, I hadn't. And he said, well, do you care if I look in this Yeti cooler in the back? And he said, no, sir, I have at it. So he looks in there, and there's nothing in there. And he comes back to the door, and he says, bud, do you care if I give you a sobriety test? <laughs> <laughs> this is great. And so he, my son don't even know what that means. He's just barely been driving a year. Did he say that to the officer? What does that mean? I don't know. I didn't ask him that. But I, I guarantee you he was thinking it. <laughs> <laughs> so he had him step out of the car and walk the line or whatever and he's like all right bud you're good to go and uh he 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 just told him that out in that area where they're at they'd been having some problems with with young people i guess during this whole covid deal people spent a lot of time swimming and hanging out and drinking all day and then driving home and so i guess <laughs> because he went across the line just a little bit we've all done it but uh he was so mad that 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 guy would think he was out drinking. I'm like, dude, you're 16. You look like a hippie with your long hair. You look like me. <laughs> you got a decent looking truck. You got girls and friends in the car. Like you're a target. Like they are looking for people like you. So anyway, <laughs> I thought it's the best thing could ever happen to him. I said, bud, 
you might not ever want to have alcohol in your car. Not that you did. I wasn't saying you did, but just saying. He'd have hauled your butt straight off. He's like, I know, I know. <laughs> it was great. I don't know why I got on that subject. Oh, we're kids. We're talking about kids. Yeah, and gray hairs. <clears throat> gray hair stress. <clears throat> 16 ain't been too bad for me other than all my drivable vehicles are broke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he said, I think I'm going to hold off on buying another side-by-side until my son's grown and gone. <laughs> well, yeah, God bless his soul. He's awesome, dude. Like, me and that dude, we're, we're tight. But my four-wheeler's broke, side-by-side's broke. Truck had to go shop the other day. And I'm like, bud, do you see the common denominator here? <laughs> four-wheeler's no 05, the side-by-side's uh 14 or 15. Didn't you just get the four-wheeler running again not yes, long ago? Yes, but they haven't had any problems until 16 hit. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so. It goes a little different when you take it out then. I was going to get another side, but it's fried. It's done. Like, it's parts. Anybody needs parts, call me. <laughs> I got side-by-side side parts. I will make you a deal on some parts. I got brand new, like, Swamper Mudders on the thing. I thought you already had those sold. Oh, yeah. My father-in-law wants those. He's done claimed those. <laughs> He's a claimer, boy. He said, you going to do something with that? Yeah, he claims everything, <laughs> but he does so much for, for us. I can, I, I, I'm smart, to be honest with you. You know why I know that? Because I married a girl who has a daddy that likes taking care of his daughter. And I just, I get to reap he the benefits. I get to reap the benefits. Listen, Nate, last summer before, I guess we had the office, but all of the production was done at Heath's house. And so I'd go over there to, to master audio and his father-in-law would be outside doing something. He's over there nonstop. Then I'd come downstairs, and he'd be inside doing a staining wall <laughs> or steps and cutting grass and moving rocks. And, I mean, he was doing all kinds of stuff. You lucked yeah, out. he's an incredible human, man. That's awesome. He really, uh, I'm, when I grow up, I, I try to be like him because <laughs> he is a servant-hearted dude, man. So cool. So, but I tell him, so we hack all the time on each other. So... Um, me and my brother-in-law are from Conway, which, if you're listening, you don't know where Conway is probably, but it's 45 minutes from where we live. And growing up, Conway and Russellville, where we live now, we were huge rivals in high school. When it comes to football, baseball, we hated each other. And so both me and my brother-in-law married Russellville girls. Like So we have married rivals. And so we're always hacking on Conway and Russellville talk, you know, just having fun. <laughs> And uh, I'm like, Carol, you should think about this for a minute. Who's really the smart ones here? <laughs> is it really your daughters or is it the Conway boys? Because <laughs> who's at whose house working all the time? That's he right. just shakes his head. <laughs> that's, that's good stuff. Oh, man, we have fun hacking on each other. Don't think he doesn't hack on me. We hack on each other, but he hacks on me. Matter of fact, he's come by lately a few times. He's like, you need to keep working. I'm like, why? He said, because your wife and daughter's out shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, great. So we got a pretty cool, unique. Uh, I really, I don't take stuff for granted, man, because I've, I've obviously done a lot of counseling and stuff over the years and seen a lot of terrible family situations. And so I think even more so I take to heart just mm-hmm. the, the honor it is to have yeah. a, a legit family on both sides. Same here. It's, I uh, feel the same way. Yeah. Like we legitimately love both sides of our family. We're close. And and you know you're close when you can hack on each other and, and kind of be serious but be joking. Mm-hmm. And uh, we do plenty of that. So it's pretty cool. Anyway, that was a complete rabbit trail from the podcast. That was today. good. But we got our good buddy Nate Farrell in, hanging Thanks. out with us today, the bearded wonder. You know, uh, Mark's already calling me Forrest Gump. 
Is he? He called me last night. What's up, Forrest? <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm like, shut up, man. Have you killed a mountain lion yet or not? No. I'm like, well, I was hoping that's why you was calling. But it wasn't. We was talking about business. But well, did you tell him about in- that story about that a guy asking if we had internet? <laughs> I hadn't told him that. <laughs> Have I told that on the podcast? Uh-uh. Okay. In so- Mark's defense, though, I took a picture of Heath here in the office where he had pulled all of his hair <laughs> down and put a hat on. Cody needed some content. A very misshaped hat, so it was like, it just... I could probably show you about what it looked like. <laughs> I can show you the picture. I still got it. But it it did look like Forrest after he ran across the United States. <laughs> and so he sends this picture to our whole team. He's like, working. what would you say, working on some content, Yeah, just guys getting some content early. <laughs> and so from there on, they've been calling me Forrest Gump. That's great. That's not great. That's Thanks, great. Forrest. I don't mind. I ain't trying to impress nobody, man. <laughs> I'm a homesteader. <laughs> <laughs> that old boy the other day. Can you be a homesteader with track hoes? <laughs> I'm a modern you are day. You not a homesteader. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, hey, I'm a modern day <laughs> homesteader, boy. I like the idea of the way homesteaders had to survive, though. Yeah. No, I'm not cool. saying I could make it. I, I just you, like the. If you had to, you could do it. If I had to. Because here's what would happen is you'd run out of diesel real fast. I've already had that Like the first day, you'd run out of diesel and you'd have to figure out, well, I'm going to have to get a shovel Yeah, (laughs) if I'm going to keep doing this. I've been trying to get set up to where I can, you know, live off the land and and got me an awesome water pump system and all this to farm. My wife's like, what are you going to do when you run out of gas? I'm like, hmm. (laughs) I don't know. We're going to figure it out, though. That's what homesteaders do. That's great. No, we're uh, create I'm, you a little meal down there. That oh, I love the thought. Yeah, of it. I'm kind of like you know when we we used to talk about cowboys, and I think it was in the Cowboys and Creatives maybe episode. We talked about being mentioned. A lot of people like the idea of being a cowboy. Yeah, but really nobody really wants to just be a cowboy when you when you look at what they really do day to day. It's glamorized quite a bit. So I will honestly say I'm obviously glamorizing the idea of being a homesteader, but I think it's an amazing idea and we should try it. I'm all in. I got a lot of kids to feed, so that cut down my grocery bill. Okay, a so bit. here's why I'm not a homesteader. <laughs> I'm not going to probably have chickens and goats. I ain't got time for all that. But but you. So my thing is, if I had time to plant the garden, I could employ my children to maintain the garden. Dude, it takes like ten minutes to plant a garden, a little garden. Well, bring your thing over unless <laughs> you don't need a thing. You need some hands a and a shovel. I need a tiller, dude. You got to cult- homesteaders. We cultivate by hand. We, <laughs> <laughs> son. I've been to your farm. <laughs> there ain't much handwork went down, is there? I did have to put a fence up because the machine couldn't do it and tore everything up. You got- also can't challenge Cody because he tried to convince us the other day that he could pour a thirty by fifty slab. I can. I'm going to do it. 100%. No, we've done backed out of this idea. No, I'm going to pour my own oh, slab. Own. I ain't talking about yours. <laughs> yeah, so we were fixing to pour a slab for the new facility, and me and Cody, Cody had convinced me we could do it. And I'm on board. I'm an easy sell on that kind of stuff, home projects, whatever. Because Cody really, he's looking to get Mr. MacGyver. He can figure everything out. He's producer, man, concrete guy, <laughs> building his I, own cabinets. Hey, I did. I laid a laid a sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> he did not lay a sidewalk. Is it a? Do it's you, a pad. Do you walk on it? It's a pad. Do dude. you walk on it? One step, and you're in the house. That is not a sidewalk. Hey, hey, it's all marketing, man. So, 
Sleep four is what a three by four pad. No, it's more like three by four and a half. But I will say <laughs> it looks good, and so it was enough of a sales pitch to think, hey, we could do a forty by fifty slab. <laughs> And so we got a little deck project going on at the house. Got some guys working. They're doing awesome. And we got to talking, and he was like, you know, it would cost this amount for that slab. And I'm like, hmm. I thought it was going to cost that just in concrete. Yeah. Sold. We'll do it. So we're not doing it now, Cody. And Well, we still could. But I'm going to back out because I'm going to say, you know, we could dive into some principles of life here. But foundations are pretty important. <laughs> Yeah, I like the confidence though. If we, oh, we got plenty of that. Hey, we just, just put enough rebar in it, you're good. To that's go. it. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so anyway, Nate was here last week hanging out with yeah. us, and we went to pick up some beans. Oh, you're going to tell the story because we're homesteaders, dude. This was great. And we go up, and I didn't even cross my mind about our. I kind of forget I got a beard. Well, we parked around the side, so we walked up to the front door. Like, <laughs> I didn't think about all. <laughs> we that. just showed up. So the guy comes out, we're getting our beans, and he's a super awesome, nice guy. And he's like, hey, I want you to think about something. He was going to try to tell us about a product we should look up and consider planting that he's heard does really well. And he paused himself, and he was like, do you boys have internet? (laughs) Me and Nate looked at each other. I was like, I guess we look like we don't have internet. I was like, no, yeah, man, we got internet. He's like, well, I didn't know. uh, So that's the first time in all of my marketing career I've been asked. If you have internet. If you have internet. It was great, man. We laughed, cut up. Um, so anyway, Nate's down hanging out. And I thought it'd be kind of cool today to dive off into Nate's story a little bit because Nate is a um, a prime example of people that this podcast is built for. Yeah. To- I actually titled the podcast, Finding a Way to Do What You Love. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. And so Nate has been in the process of living his passion or getting to a place of occupationally living his passion. And he ain't a hundred percent arrived yet, but he's really close. And so that's why I thought, man, this is some pretty relatable content that we could talk about today because the majority of people are in the same place, right? trying to get from point A to point B. And so we'll dive off into it here in a sec. But before we do, Nate, me and you go back a little pretty good little ways. Yeah. So let's backtrack for a minute. When did we first kind of get to know each other meet or Man, I think the first time you and I met was over a uh, Hunter's Expo down where I live. I've been uh I live in far western Arkansas, so I went to an expo? No, we tried to get you to go. Um but you sent CP. I was busy homesteading. Uh that's <laughs> I, I I believe Charlie told us you were homesteading, so uh we just went with it. A lot it. of work, dude. dude but uh, man, that's just kind of where it started. Um you know, putting on a little Hunter's Expo and uh, started. Now, was this prior to, because you did a little TV back in the day, didn't you? That's was that's that? really kind of where I started my TV, was doing the hunting expo and just getting back into hunting. Um, I spent five years in the military, so yeah. I didn't get to hunt much. And uh, when I got out, that was one thing I really wanted to do. And we started with some expos and just doing everything we could in the outdoors. And it kind of led to a camera in our hand and... Natural it's, state uh, whitetails, is that right? That's it. I remember, dude, natural that's state it. whitetails. That's it. The only problem with that name <laughs> is it's sure hard to produce 13 shows from Arkansas. <laughs> dude, you are not lying. 
So how many uh, seasons did you guys have? Man, I think we did about three. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and was we, it a digital show? Was it on TV? Yeah, it was or? digital. I couldn't remember. Yeah, it was all digital. Is it still around? No. You took it all down? We we took it down. Yeah, we did. Uh, you Game bias for people wanting to start TV shows? Man, it's hard. Um, there ain't no the, you know, you, you get a group of people together and, and everybody's got the same goal and, and, and life happens. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, you have kids, uh, new jobs, people move. Um, and, I mean, just hunting in general with a camera in your hand is Difficult. by far one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Yeah. So um, I think that first year we, we probably hunted 200 times and maybe came away with 15 minutes. Yeah. So, um Putting it all together and just just trying to make it happen is yeah. it's a lot harder than people think about. Yeah. So, so that's what got you initially, kind of, because you want to be in the outdoor industry, and so that's what kind of got your feet wet, so to speak. Yes, sir. Playing around, we did the same thing, man, and we learned real quick. We're going to get out of Arkansas, boys. At least some. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to still hunt it. It's home state, love hate relationship, but at the same time, uh, when you got to produce X amount of shows, you got to get out some to effectively pull it off year to year and so all right so natural state whitetails then where did you kind of go from from there man we kind of gained a little ground um over the next couple of years with it um started doing some expos uh big buck classic had us down here one year yep and uh and that's where i met donnie carmichael with lazy man stands yep and uh just found a product that you know for one i believed in and i felt that other people should know about it yeah. and uh we just kind of went from there i kind of helped him with sales and marketing and uh it's kind of crazy you know life happens so i yeah. quit filming i quit taking pictures uh, just started working blinds across the united states and uh you know it uh that's hard too so i mean <laughs> trying to sell, pro sell trying to sell product to you know us rednecks out here man yeah. it just it ain't easy yeah um but uh, you know, it challenges is is where where I like to be, man. I, I like to be challenged. Um, I like to try and succeed at stuff. So, yeah. um, so you went from natural state whitetails to expos, met Donnie, got involved with Lazy Man, and what, what's been your official title there besides you do everything? Uh, just the marketing director, just and marketing sales. director, national sales manager type deal. Yes, sir. And you've had some really good success there. We have, man. You've we really uh, done a good job. we have we have got the word out about an affordable product that that's built for the everyday hunter. Yeah. Um, and, and that's it's it's been a, it's been fun, man. To yeah. be honest with you, it really has. Yeah. Um, so let's let's backtrack or not backtrack just a little bit, but I think the spot you're at right now in life is a spot a majority of probably listeners could find themselves in so i guess i don't know if it's all okay to say it if i ain't coding cut it but <laughs> uh, so you've been working with lazy man how long uh, about three years three years so realistically though you're not a full-time employee there no sir so you still work i still work for the railroad for the railroad yes, and sir. so you're having to juggle both both kind of careers at the same time yes sir there's a lot of late nights early mornings yeah. and uh trying to juggle phone calls and emails in between so yeah. um it's, it's it's definitely been hard yeah um but you know it's also brought me back to you know the passion of 
being creative, creating content. Um, you know, I, I had to create a lot of marketing material for a lazy man. Right. Um, getting stuff out there that people want to see that, you know, um, videos, pictures, right. uh, just getting it out there. Yeah. People to see. Yeah. So you've done um, a good job with it too. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the thing I love about Nate is, is when you find people that are passionate about stuff, you don't have to hoax them into doing something. All right. They're doing it. They're doing it regardless yep. of a paycheck. You know? I was telling Nate that the other day. I have people all the time that say, hey, I want to work with you. I want to do what you do. Or people will call me, hey, this is what I want to do. And I tell them, well, then do it. Yeah. You know? Go, do Go it. out and do it. Well, i got to work my other job. I was like, well, then you don't really love it. Yeah, <laughs> you it's know, not that's probably what, a passion. Yeah, yeah. You know? And so it's just you, you see that in people, like you said, and you know yeah. you can really tell. Yeah, it really is. It's like. I mean, you can think of things that we do that we don't get paid for. Like, we love fishing. Mm-hmm. We're as passionate as we can be about it, and we do go when we can. It ain't probably as much as we'd like to, but we go regardless of somebody's. Nobody's paying us to go catch a fish. It's actually costing a lot of money for me to go try to catch a fish, probably more than it should. <laughs> My wife will tell you that. She's like, you need to sell that bass boat. I'm like, you're probably right. Speaking of your bass boat, your daughter told me her. Your father-in-law told me the other day he showed a picture to your daughter. This is true story. About somebody using their boat as a flower bed. <laughs> <laughs> they buried it in the ground. That was a fish pond, wasn't it? A flower bed or a fish something pond like or something. They buried their boat and made a pond. And yep. she, he showed it to your daughter, and your daughter said it'd probably get used more. <laughs> he thought that was real funny. That is not funny. <laughs> Um, that boat's way too nice to be making a fish pond out of it. <laughs> but she's probably right here lately to get more use. But I just reference that because we we do things we love. If we really yeah. are passionate about it, you just do them. And Nate does does that. We're seeing it in your photography, man, your work ethic. And I love it because you're hitting the grind, you know. And I think that's where when the rubber meets the road and you're trying to get to a place to live in your passion, you've got to be willing to hit the grind. And it shouldn't be a chore, to be honest with you. Right. You should want to. If mm-hmm. it's something you truly love, you don't have to tell people you love it. They see it. Yep. And I think we've seen that a lot, where somebody will tell us they're passionate about something, but they I referenced it a long time ago. You may remember this long, long. I think I referenced it on a podcast one time. I had a meeting with a guy wanting to come to work and design T-shirts and that sort of thing. And uh, actually, I asked everybody, I'm like, what are you passionate about, man? He said, man, I'm passionate about designing T-shirts. I was like, awesome. And uh, he brought me this whole resume in there. It was sharp. He did a great job on his resume. And I said, well, let me, let me see some of your shirts you designed. Well, I hadn't designed any yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hold on, man. You just said you were passionate about designing T-shirts, but you ain't designed no T-shirts. And so it kind of goes back to that. I don't, I don't think you have to ask people if you know them what they're passionate about you see it in their life right and so that's one of the things i love about nate is where he's at right now he's getting everything he's doing is building a, a platform mm-hmm. for him to it's a matter of time till you step off into an occupational you know place of living your passion and so it's been cool for us to see man i know i've, I've watched you from a distance for a long time um and then obviously now we we talk all the time um You've been doing some stuff with us and helping out here and there, and it's it's kind of cool seeing it all kind of start to come full circle. You know, it's fun, man. Being, I mean, just just doing what you love. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's scary. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, putting pictures out there and be like, man, how many people are gonna hate this? <laughs> um, yeah. But you know, I mean, there's people that love it too. So yeah. Um, you know, go do it all for the right reasons. Yeah. So it is a walk us through that process for you, like as a a husband and a father being in this kind of 
transition place of life. Because it's not like like we joke about Matt coming on all the time. He was in a different place of life. He was fresh out of college, single. He ain't single no more. I told him that. I told him I hired you partially because you were single. You could travel all over the world, go film. <laughs> that joke done got him a girl, boy. <clears throat> Can't blame him there. <laughs> but um, it's a different. <laughs> it's different when you're in a place where you're at and trying to make that transition because there obviously money's associated with it. it has to be. That's priority is taking care of your family first. Um, and, and obviously you're willing to do whatever it takes, working multiple jobs, side gigs, whatever you can do. But what's it been like for you just from a mental mental standpoint? Man, I think the fear of the unknown just kind of, you know, it, it can be overwhelming. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, the fear of unknown will either cause you to fail or, or cause you to keep pushing on. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I've been doing this for, you know, six seven years is a passion i mean there's no reason to quit so um obviously i got my kids and my wife to to worry about first um but you know if i can do something that i love and still provide for them i mean that's where it's at i mean my kids love it they're all the time wanting to go shoot or wanting to go fishing or go hunting and uh, i mean that's that's been uh that's been really cool for me to watch my boys want to grow up and do the same thing so uh didn't get to do it when I was a kid, so um, you know I can only imagine the the feeling they have when they get to go out and hunt and yeah. uh, hang out with dad and yeah. just be in the woods. So yeah. I think it's cool to see, man. What are some tips that you would give somebody who's in that position where they really want to do something that they love, but they're having to do other jobs? From a guy who's in the grind doing that, what are some tips that you would give somebody to? to help facilitate that a little more often than just a Saturday here and there? I mean, with me and my kids, I mean, I I try to do as much as I can, but I also got to make time for them. So, um, you know, don't let it consume your life, but, uh, you know, get in there and work hard. Yeah. So, um, the, the, the grind, man, is it's weird, I'll be honest with you, because, like, the grind is really never changed. I think for me personally, I don't know if you can agree, Cody, but I, we call it the grind. But it's weird. Like I woke up at five forty-five this morning, ready to grind, just go, you know. But didn't think twice about it. Like, yeah, I didn't make it over to the office that early, but I was up and and, and processing and thinking through some things we're working on. Um, and I don't know. I guess that maybe that goes back to <clears throat> the passion side of it. Is it, it shouldn't be a chore. Mm-hmm. To if it's really a passion, yeah. It's, again, we're trying to get to a place of doing something we absolutely love and enjoy every day, and hopefully make a dollar doing it. You know, down the road. But um, the grind's kind of weird. I, I don't know. I look at it different ways sometimes because some people look at call it the grind. We're up, you know, slaving or whatever. Yeah. I, I've just never. I'll call it that, but in all reality, it's really not. It's a, it's just it's, what it's you an, do. It's enjoyment. Well, we were talking about that the other day between our job what we do and we love it yeah and what we do that we love at home we probably work 16 17 hours a day Easy. <laughs> you know what i mean Easy. for you you're working uh your homestead and i'm sorry i was gonna say you're using the tractor <laughs> he's 24 hours a day you know what my wife said the other day she told somebody i was the hardest working lazy man she's ever seen in her life <laughs> i said what kind of oxymoron is that <laughs> She said, you do work a lot of hours and hard. Yeah. But part of it's on tractor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and then it just, when you're doing something that you love, whether it's occupationally or 
you know, working the tractor, homesteading, sorry. <laughs> Just got to keep throwing that out there so people get that idea. Oh, or building cabinets or, right. you know, like learning something new or whatever, you know, it doesn't, like, you are fine with it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. When you're doing something you don't love, all you're thinking about is when's this going to be over. Yeah, when's, you know? the, when's the, yeah, we've been joking lately about how fast the weeks are passing by. Yeah. Every day it's like, like right now it's 328. Mm-hmm. Um, if we didn't enjoy this, we would be watching this minute tick down to five o'clock, you know, so we can check out. And, uh, reality is we don't, you know, we, I, I watch five o'clock every now and then cause I know I need to get home to the kids or whatever, the family eat dinner. But I don't know, man, it's, it's, it's all a perspective, but I think it comes back and, and Nate, you're living this out and, and really living out a beautiful picture of, of what we're talking about of getting to that place. But the grind really should be enjoyment. Yeah, I, I believe that anyway. Is, mm-hmm. is if if you really are passionate about what you're doing, you ought to enjoy. Yeah, it's not to say you're not going to have a few times yeah. here and there. I was about to say that yeah. no matter what you're doing, whether you love it or not, there's going to be moments where you're like, whether it's a deadline that has come up, or yeah. you know, there's always going to be a moment where you're like, yeah, this 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 is not fun right now. Or, Cody's been doing that the last couple of days. He's got, he's working on some packaging for Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't speak French. <laughs> But, you know, there's always those things, and but it's part of getting to do what you love, you know, just being willing to do those those kinds of things so that you can do that other stuff, I think. Yeah, at the end of the day, when you're, when you're living it out, I think the obviously the good far outweighs the bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, you're talking about 90, 95% of the time you're doing what you absolutely, and even if you're, and that's how I look at it is, because I can remember back in the day when I was in college, so I worked for a veterinarian for three years, um, and I got a like a dollar and a half or two dollar raise to go work for an electrician. <laughs> uh, and so I was like, hey, that's a couple more bucks an hour. I'm going to go. And so I went and did that for a couple of years, or a year or two, I don't remember, something like that. And I can reflect back now and look at my bad times in business now that I don't really enjoy. And I can remember back when I was crawling up in houses, renovating heat and air ducts and doing electrical work. And that old nasty insulation and sweating. It's not that I didn't enjoy it. it. It was hard work and it was nasty and you felt accomplished when you come home because you was nasty and sweaty, all that. So there was some sense of accomplishment there. But even in that sense of accomplishment now, when I compare the bad now to what I would compare then, it's like night and day. Mm-hmm. And so that's the, the reward, I think, of continuing to grind what you're doing right now and what we've had to do in the past as well to get to that place and you know it's coming you know yes and you're doing a great job with it nate it's been kind of fun watching it all come together and watching your your photography work come along man it's some of the stuff you've been shooting is awesome yeah and uh it's been fun i told cody that the other day one of those shots you shot from through the scope i was like that boy's getting an eye now Mm -hmm. because it's just not your average shot you see from a photography standpoint and and that goes back to one of the I i hated that shot Really, I didn't like it. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't know if I was just being a baby and couldn't get it centered or what. But uh, you know, my wife's like, "That's awesome." Yeah, I'm like, "Really, I hate it." <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that's what keeps you. That's yeah. what keeps you going. That's so. good, man, because we hate everything we put out. Usually, <laughs> we, we we critique it to death, and we're like, <clears throat> "About every week, I'll show something to Heath, or he'll show something to me." Like, man, I don't really like this. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because at some point, though, you got to get it get it out. You know got clients waiting but anyway man i thought it'd be cool just to take a break share a little bit of your story kind of where you're at and where you're headed i'm super pumped to see where the next year or two what it holds for you 
And uh, I'm hoping you're going to be hanging around pretty close in the next few years. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool. I'm here, man. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. So, uh, I mean, like you said, it's it's been fun. Uh, it's been challenging, been difficult. But uh, looking back at where I started, I just uh, there's no reason to give up now. So yeah. uh, let's keep going forward. Yeah. Well, one of the things I've noticed with you, and we've talked about this in the past, but positioning yourself to be successful, especially in the outdoor industry, is huge. It's all about getting to the right place, getting with the right people, and getting within the side, within the you know the network of people you know you want to work with at some point. Um, spending time, following up. You know, you look. I've heard I heard a guy talk about one time when you're looking for mentors and stuff like that. He said you got to go find them. Like people aren't coming to you saying, "Hey, can I can I mentor you or show you the ropes?" Most of them ain't got time for that. Yeah, yeah. You've got to seek them out, and I've noticed that about you of just asking questions. Not specific with us. I'm sure there's other people or whatever, but there's a, there's a key to success. There is is when you can go and find people that are that are successful in the line of work you want to do. Spend time with them, man. Get in however you can get in. Do whatever you can to add value to what they're doing, and it's just a matter of time till you get your shot. You yeah, know? and so. In the hunting industry, especially, I mean, it's so small. Uh, yeah. People look at it and they're like, "Man, that's a big old industry." And when you really sit down and look at it, there's yeah. it's really not that big. Yeah, there's a lot of money swaps hands, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of everybody knows everybody at some yep. level. <laughs> yes, we, we see that pretty regular. It's so uh, it's cool, man. Cool to see what's going on in your life. And Cody, you got any other thoughts, questions for Nate? Or no, I mean, I think if you can give people tips, which you, you know, like. You did that. You help people understand what you kind of find the balance, but don't and don't let it run your life because it'd be easy to do that. Oh yeah, to let it run your life to the point where you end up hating it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, or losing what you have. At yeah, home. and so yeah. I think finding that balance that was a, a perfect takeaway. I think from all of this because there are people that will lose everything that really matters to chase what they love. Yeah, and then realize, so dude, true. I lost what I love to get what I love, and now I don't love it anymore. Yeah. You know, yeah. And so. I think that was a great takeaway, and, um, you know, I, I think it's cool that we get to be a part of hearing people's stories and seeing their yeah. seeing their lives change as they chase their passion. Yeah, for sure. Well, man, it's been good, short and sweet today. Yeah, man, I appreciate y'all having me up here. Thanks for taking the time to jump on with us, and I'm thinking – there's going to be some more of these down the road. Far sure. Away, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Just guessing. Probably right. Out, just throwing it out there. But um, you guys be sure and follow Nate. What is your hashtag anyway, your hashtag, your profile, Instagram? Uh, at N Farrell. N Farrell. Yep. Two R's, two L's. Two R's, two L's. Yeah, baby. And you're on HuntWise now, too. Yes, sir. I saw you on there. That is the coolest thing is it I've not ever insane? played with. I like it. We didn't even got to talk about any of that Man, yet, it's but, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, there's some insane features within that app. We'll probably be talking about that quite a bit more in the yeah, future. But it's really cool. It's really cool. I've been using it, I guess, two years or so, and I've never really dove into all the features until mm-hmm. I just pretty much use the maps, mm-hmm. and which it's awesome, because I'm, I'm always worried about going across a line. I don't yeah. need to, and so it helps you with all that, but the features beyond just that are phenomenal. So, hunt wise, you're on Instagram. Are you on? You're on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. You on Twitter? Twitter? No, nope, not on Twitter. <laughs> I don't do Twitter either. No, <laughs> I used to at one time, but I mean, how many platforms can you keep up with? I really? know. You on TikTok? No, nope, not on TikTok. You on? Um, you on Zanga? 
<laughs> no. Do you remember Zanga? I bet no. you had a MySpace. Though. I, I did. Zanga and MySpace were <laughs> back did. in the day, boy. Was that the first social platform you ever had, Cody? MySpace? MySpace? Mm-hmm, sure was. Dude, MySpace was awesome. <laughs> hey, I found out I was vlogging before it was cool yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should. You should post that on Tour 12 story for people to go watch because that was pretty impressive. If you're, if you're about to tell this story, you need to post it. Yeah, I agree. You can't tell it if you don't post it. Because if you don't see it... How long was that video? Is it over a minute? Mm, you could cut it out to make it a minute. I'd have to download it off Facebook to even do it. Because <laughs> I don't know where that video is at. It can be done. You think? Yep. Especially for a story, huh? Yeah. Yeah, for a story. I mean, I it's pretty it. impressive. I will post it. Good. And we'll just say, at one point in my life, I was the squirrel whisperer. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. That's funny. <laughs> Where did that come from? Sometimes yeah, you I, said it. Sometimes yeah, just, you started this one. Well, since we were talking about social media. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, that's where it came from. Yeah. Vlogging. <laughs> is vlogging still relevant? Yes. Or is it just People vlog story? all the time I know, on but YouTube. Is, like, is it just stories more so now, though, or is it really vlogging? I mean, I think it depends on the social platform. Do they call it vlogging? Yes, I think. I believe they do. Is vlogging still relevant? Blogging? Mm-hmm. I don't know. If a client comes to you and says, we want to start blogging as part of our marketing effort, what are you going to tell them? It's going to cost you about 30000 <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't saying for us to do it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Com- Cody's joking, by the way. Confidence. <laughs> but I think it's still I mean, out I there. I think right? I would research, you know, if a, a client said, hey, I think we need to start a blog, then... I would research the validity of it for their brand, obviously. Right. And if it didn't make sense, I would find something that didn't make sense. So I think it could still be very relevant. But the trick is, is just because you're vlogging don't mean nobody's seeing it. Yeah. So how yeah. do you get eyeballs on it? Vlogging, blogging, whatever. you got to get eyeballs on it. <laughs> yeah. You know. And then be pretty interesting when yeah. you're writing. Yeah. I mean, it's out there. Everywhere you go, there's articles. I know it's out there. I'm just saying, is it relevant to modern day marketing? You're know. the producer, man. You should know this kind of stuff. I'm going to say yes. I think it is at some level. I read articles every day on something that I need to learn about every day. See, I would say I watch way more videos if I need to learn something. I'm a visual learner. I do both. Do I, I watch them. But you don't like reading, really, do you? Heck no. I don't read a book. You don't? Yeah, audio, I mean, audio books? I would do an audio book. But like I have a like my mind, typically I do a good job of like focusing on one thing. Or if I have multiple things, I can focus on all of them to, to get them done in a uh, good order. But when I sit down to read a book, all I'm thinking about is the stuff that I need to be doing. Yeah. You know, so for me, I learn better if I look up a YouTube video. Like last night, I was struggling with the dang three-way switch. They're from the devil. And uh, <laughs> got on YouTube, popped in a video. Got my electrician work. Yeah, right? electrician. got my electric or my multimeter out. I got that three-way switch working in about four minutes. <laughs> you know, so like I read articles, watch videos, um, but just sitting down to read a book, I struggle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Just I, because I, I think about so many other things. Yeah. Well, the average attention span is eight seconds for a human. Yeah. And so mine's probably three. Squirrel. That's why. That's why. <laughs> The squirrel whisperer didn't even hear whisper. it. <laughs> See, I was already thinking about something else. Okay, so let me fast forward real quick. We'll close this thing out here in a sec, but this is a squirrel moment. I just got a text from GURPS, our buddy in Iowa. Guess what? What? Mark killed the drop-time deer on a northwest wind. Mm. 
<laughs> say it's pretty accurate. The reason that is important awesome. to know is because I've been studying a deer specific analytics this afternoon on some new technology that is a little bit beyond Zanga. Northwest. And that's awesome. And so I had three years worth of pictures put into this system that we'll talk about possibly more in the future. And it analyzed everything and the peak time to kill that deer according to three years worth of pictures was on the northwest wind so i text at, at 3 a.m in the morning or, or at 6, 6 in the evening yeah based off of three years worth of images on that one deer and i text the, the land manager the farmer that, that works that land and said by chance did he kill this deer on the northwest wind he just texts back and said yes and it was in the afternoon in the afternoon like late afternoon. Oh, dude, this is way beyond Zanga. <laughs> and this is way beyond homesteading. <laughs> I agree with that. It's pretty legit. I can't wait to talk about some of this stuff that could go down. Dude, that is cool. That's, if no, it doesn't go down, then um, our buddy in North Dakota is going to be very upset that we even mentioned this. Yeah. You're dragging me along. He's gonna be like, you son of a guns. He's going to be like, I can't believe you're leaving me on. So we're going to leave you hanging with that. <laughs> a little something we're working on on the back burner. There you go. That is unbelievably cool. So, and not to mention the phone call keeps ringing. <laughs> phone calls keep ringing, so we better jump off here. That's but awesome, man. So. Anyway, hope you guys have enjoyed the show. Cody, any closing thoughts? No, man, I'm really glad for people that people listen. Nate was telling us he listens every time he's driving. And, yeah. Um, so it's good to have listeners and people that can... Hear Nate, what we're have talking you reviewed about. the podcast? I have. Oh, you are the man. We're yeah. We might give you a free hat. Can you give me a shout out? <laughs> give you a shout out to Nate Farrell. If you haven't rated the podcast, this would be a good this, time to do that's it. That's what I was thinking. This would be a great time to go and rate the podcast. Another reason it'd be a great time to rate the podcast. You know why, Cody? Why is that? Because it's Friday. <laughs> what else you doing Shoot. on a Friday afternoon? <laughs> You might as well go review the podcast, yeah. give us a little feedback. And we really do appreciate it when people do, oh, do yeah. that, you know, just for sure to hear what people have to say, and it's really cool for us. Yeah. So. Cool. Anyway, enjoyed having you, Nate. We're going to wrap this thing up. Till next time, peace out. God bless.